Welcome to Mafia, a new podcast telling stories of America's criminal underworld. Gotti assumed the position of head of the Gambino family. And using the name Donnie Brasco, I was able to infiltrate the uh, Bonanno uh, crime family in New York City. Bugsy Siegel is an American mob legend. One man changed the whole texture and landscape of crime in America. Listen to Mafia every Wednesday on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your favorite shows. Let's turn to the MTC in a production called John at Fairfax Studio in Arts Centre, Melbourne. One thing I should make clear at the outset, I saw the second preview performance of John and it is playing until the 25th of March at that venue, Fairfax Studio Arts Centre, Melbourne. If you're looking for a play where all the threads come together in the end and you can readily make sense of what's gone before, then this isn't for you. It's a mystery. John brings together young couple who've been an item for three years, but who are having their troubles. Then there's an aging woman who's running a Civil War themed bed and breakfast in Gettysburg. That Pennsylvania town was the site of America's most devastating battle of the war back in July 1863. An estimated 50,000-plus people were killed, injured, or went missing in a three-day massacre, making Gettysburg the biggest ghost town in the country. So it's against this backdrop in the house that was used as a hospital during the bloodshed that Pulitzer Prize-winning Brooklyn playwright Annie Baker resurrects the ghosts of her character's pasts. A number of clues are laid out. A doll on the mantelpiece spooks Jenny, played by Ursula Mills, causing her to do a double take because it's identical to the doll she had and which she felt sat in harsh judgment of her. She felt the same way about her stuffed animal toys. Elias, Johnny Carr, had his heart set on a particular guest room, which he booked. But when he and Jenny arrive, it's not available due to a supposed leak. Murtis, played by Helen Morse, seems obsessed about changing the hands of time on her grandfather clock daily. Elias, a Jewish atheist and drummer, has been on medication because he suffers from depression. Jenny, who's perpetually cold and is prone to tears, desperately wants to stay with Elias, but he's unsure whether he can trust her after an earlier betrayal. Myrtis is an odd sort, who asks both her guests individually whether they ever felt like they were being watched. She's been married to her second husband, a man we never get to see, for 15 years, after her first marriage lasted a quarter of a century. Her best friend is a blind woman, Genevieve, Melita Jurisic who by her own admission was clinically insane after she left her husband a long time ago and he subsequently took possession of her soul. Yes, indeed. So what does one make of all of this after three hours, including two intervals? Well, your guess is as good as mine. One major plot point is rounded out, but the others remain in limbo to make of what we will. Perhaps they're red herrings, although I think not. Suffice to say, John is about our desire for meaningful connection. But after speaking with several audience members upon exiting the theatre, the common talking point was severe disconnect to what they'd just seen. 
I understand that playwright Baker deals in silence, but the pacing, especially in the first act, was a problem. In fact, the whole thing could readily have been cut down without losing what meaning it had. The high point was the arrival of Genevieve in the second act. Jurisic's open and joyous account of her character's mental impairment was immediately engaging and delightfully good-humoured. The rest was either taken up with pleasant conversations or confrontations that set the scene and established the character's peccadilloes, but did little more. The staging is busy and impressive. An open-plan lounge and dining room, a working toy train set in a snowbound setting, and a pianola that is not averse to playing a few tunes when it sees fit. It actually seems to have a mind of its own. Then there's a staircase to the upstairs bedrooms and a small Christmas tree, while little trinkets and collectibles are liberally scattered around the place. Sarah Goods, responsible for Switzerland, directs Baker's seventh professional play, which follows the signature tune of Russian Anton Chekhov's work, including character introspection and stunted communication. John, which is playing until the 25th of March, gets you thinking, but I dare say it'll leave many perplexed and others cold. As far as I'm concerned, it scores a 7 out of 10. Subscribe to the full podcast at Audioboom, Stitcher and iTunes or your favourite podcast distributor. This has been another quality podcast production from Bytes.com. Welcome to Mafia, a new podcast telling stories of America's criminal underworld. Gotti assumed the position of head of the Gambino family. And using the name Donnie Brasco, I was able to infiltrate the uh, Bonanno uh, crime family in New York City. Bugsy Siegel is an American mob legend. One man changed the whole texture and landscape of crime in America. Listen to Mafia every Wednesday on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your favorite shows.